Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Losing a loved one to suicide can be one of the most lonely times in a person's life, especially when they don't feel necessarily that they have people to talk to. So with this in mind, Dublin-based bereavement support group uh, HUG, a Healing Untold Grief Groups, is launching its first dedicated Limerick peer support, support group. And Fiona Toomey, who's the founder of HUG, and facilitator of the Limerick Group, Greg Moran, are both on the line and you're welcome and good morning to you. And uh, Fiona, I see that you're saying that one of the reasons you've decided uh, to launch in Limerick um, uh, outside of Dublin is because of the demand here in the region, which I suppose in many respects is worrying. Well, good morning, Joe, and thank you very much for uh, the opportunity to come on. Um, I think that... um, the first thing I would say is that right across Ireland, there is a demand for the type of service that HUG offers. Um, it's not necessarily uh, an increase in suicides because uh, getting real-time figures is exceptionally difficult in this country. You know, it can take you know up to three or four years to find out how many people died in the previous year. So I would kind of put that in as a caveat. But what we what we are offering is what's called a peer support group. And that's groups that are led uh, by people who themselves have been bereaved by suicide, offering empathetic support to other people. Um, because this is an but area Just to explain, I mean, when you said the demand in the Limerick region, what exactly did you mean then? Well, because there isn't a service um, like what we offer currently in Limerick. Um, in fact, there isn't one in, in the vast majority of counties um, across Ireland. We currently have nine groups. Um, uh, we have them in Cork, Cavan, Galway, and then we have them in, in Dublin as well. So Limerick is an area that we know uh, would uh, benefit from having a support service like ours because one doesn't exist. We work with the support agencies on the ground to make sure we don't duplicate any services. So we're very keen um, to offer something that doesn't already exist right. in Limerick. Because that, that's an interesting point. I mean, obviously through this show, and, and indeed, unfortunately, the subject comes up all too often in general in the Limerick region, um, we hear of different organisations. You know, we hear of Pieta House, we hear of the various yes. suicide prevention groups, but, but this is something quite particular that HUG does. Exactly. We offer what's called postvention services. And postvention is a horrible word, And essentially, it's all the services that are offered after a suicide. And um, the big difference is that every single person um, on the front line of HUG is somebody who themselves has been bereaved by suicide. And that's the point of difference in that we have have been where people, you know, are. And dealing with the death after suicide is very different from any other type of death. It's a traumatic death um, and it's a traumatic bereavement that really you know, needs, uh, I think, an extra layer of support, particularly by people who truly understand what a person is going through. Yes. And Greg Moran, as I mentioned, will be facilitator of the Limerick Group. And you're welcome, Greg. Good morning to you. Um, Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Fiona. So, Good morning. As Fiona says uh, there, you know, that there is this point of difference in um, the group. So, unfortunately, you you know what you're talking about here, don't you? I do, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I've suffered multiple losses um, from suicide. Um, two brothers and another relative as well. So, yeah, it's all too familiar with me, Joe. Yeah. And what did you learn from your own journey with that grief that you'll bring to this? I'll tell you, like, at the early stages, it's, um, it's actually probably the most challenging um, because you're in a deep, fragmented state. Um, and, you know, uh, with the stigma that's attached to suicide and, you know, just not enough information out there really about it and not really many uh, places to go to, um, I, you know, the loneliness and the avoidance is kind of a big thing around that kind of trauma. Um, so, you know, I mean, what I got actually from from just my time with Hog really like you know um the healing has just been something else like it's um you know you're there with other members and um you know they've all been through a similar loss although we're all very different and we're all very different experiences different backgrounds and we all had that shared experience you know so um you know the fact you had a space there just to be able to speak about your losses and you know not have people, you know, trying to fix you or, um, you know, or tell you, you know, it, it'll be all over and it'll be fine in time or whatever, you know. Like, yeah, people try and say the right things, but with this support group, like, I mean, I think, you know, the empathy there and the healing there is just something else, you know. Yeah. And Greg, how did you find out about Hug? It was just to a friend. A friend of mine heard uh, Fiona on the radio, I think. Um and, um, you know, I'm studying myself, uh, counselling as well. And, you know, she mentioned it to me, basically. She said, you know, you'd be actually really good for that, you know, because of what you've been through. And and that's how it happened, really, Joe. You know, there was no real, yeah, that was it. I contacted Hog and straight away, um, you know, I realised the value of this. Like, you know, but, you know, it's... Um, Having a free service like that available to people, um, you know, at any stage of their grief is just, it's really invaluable, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's something that you live with. It, it doesn't go away. But uh, yeah. how did Hug help? The helping really is just learning to be able to speak about it and um, integrate it as part of your everyday life. Um, just normalizing your grief, normalizing what you're going through is um, it's a huge part. Um, you think, you know, you're, there are times when you're dealing with that grief, like you just think you're going crazy and you think, you know, no one will understand. But just being there with other people who are sharing their experiences, you just don't feel alone anymore. And you feel like, you know what, this is a very normal experience. And, you know, you accept it. There's acceptance there. That's where the healing is. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, Greg, is, as you know, from the Limerick Clare region, yeah. our sense is that there is a lot of support out there, and there is, but obviously not in the exact way that HUG provides it. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, seeking support is a very, like, grief in itself is a very individual thing. Um, no experience is the same. And it's the same applies with support. Um, you know, people will seek whatever kind of support they want at that, at that time or not, you know. So I think, you know, 
even though there is support there, this is an, another added support, let's put it that way. Um, you know, some people, they might go for therapy. Some people, they might like a group. Um, me in particular, I did really get a lot from, from both, you know. So, yeah. but even being a part of a group has been a kind of, I don't know, it, it, it felt a bit more natural in a sense, you know. Um, you know, you know, I could I could sit in the group and just listen if I wanted. I didn't have to talk, you know. So whereas I could with therapy you're really kind of delving and you know, so it's um it's a different thing. Yeah. It's just a different support, you know. Yeah. We're chatting to yeah. Greg Moran, who is going to be a facilitator in the Limerick branch of Hug and Fiona Toomey is the founder of Hug. Fiona, we have a question here from a listener who says they'd prefer to remain anonymous. Uh, can you help on what you think someone should do when they know a relative is struggling with depression but isn't at the point of getting help themselves? Uh, what should be done to help them when you're being pushed away, your help isn't welcome and the person prefers to be left alone? Gosh, that's a very difficult situation to be in. I mean, uh, the first thing I would say is I'm not a mental health expert, so I wouldn't like to give advice around depression um, and what people should do. But in any instance, when somebody is struggling and there's a loved one trying to to help them and take care of them, if the talk isn't wanted um, and if the person's very particularly worried about their safety, it's to ask them directly about it, about you know, what we call safe talk asking them about their own safety. Are they thinking about hurting themselves? Are they thinking about suicide? And if the answer is yes, then talk to the person about getting help. If they aren't, um, then really, unfortunately, it's up to the individual person to to come to the realisation that they need help themselves. Um, and the first point is always your GP. They're the gatekeepers of all the health services. So, I mean, that's the first point. And reading can sometimes help as well. But if a person's uh, not willing uh, and not ready to get help, there's very little you can do about it except to be there for them and and, and be a, a, a silent presence. Right. Greg, anything to add? Yeah, just thinking about that there, Joe, and I, I know a number of people that are in that kind of scenario right now and they've, they've asked me the same question. And, you know, uh, similar to Fiona, you know, there's really not a whole lot. You can just really just, you know, be there for them and show that you're there for them. Really, is, is that that's it, and just let them let that be known. And um, I'm sure they'll reach out whenever they're ready. You know, right. um, yeah. Okay. Um, and Fiona, just tell us then about uh, how this is going to work from a practical point of view. The Hug Branch in Limerick. I think you're looking at the Clayton Hotel, um, but obviously we still have certain restrictions around public gatherings. Yes. I mean, what we did was um, we were established as a national charity in 2018 and um, all of our groups meet face-to-face in a safe, private location. Um, When COVID hit, naturally, we didn't want the support to disappear. So we moved all of our groups online using Zoom. And where initially that was a big task, I think most people now are pretty familiar with Zoom. It's free and it's easy to use. And fortunately, all of our groups have not only continued to operate over Zoom, but we've expanded by using Zoom. So much so, Joe, that um, we'll continue to operate our groups over Zoom until it's safe to meet face-to-face. And we will also always have groups that stay online forever and a day because we know there's some people who find it very difficult, you know, for a variety of reasons to come to a specific location. So where our Limerick group will initially meet over Zoom, 
they will eventually meet face to face. And for people in Limerick who don't feel comfortable about coming into a you know into a room with other people, they can come to one of our online groups only. Right. We have both options. Okay, very good. So that's interesting how that has developed. Well, thank you very much for that. And people can get in touch with Fiona at hug.ie, especially if you're interested in attending uh, the group that's being established in uh, Limerick. And uh, unfortunately, because of the circumstances, but fortunately, in terms of the help and support, uh, I think there will be uh, a big interest in it. Uh, thank you to Fiona Toomey, who is the founder and CEO of Hug, and Greg Moran, uh, who will be facilitator in the Limerick branch and uh, initially it's going to be based in the Clayton Hotel, those meetings when they're allowed again, of course uh, restrictions permitting Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95 Let's talk business with Ford Lease, hassle free vehicle leasing, search Ford Lease to find out more